right thank you everyone for joining in um this has been coming in for quite some time and we wanted to reach out and share our thoughts in a podcast that we have been waiting to do for quite some time and uh, today i have my very good friend amin all the way from melbourne joining us and we would be discussing about united's season so far so thank you amin for joining in thank you hello everyone so how's it going in melbourne uh, it's going all right you know uh, just sitting inside uh, you know we are uh, in self isolation right now and things are getting worse and worse with each passing day and there are reports that right. they're going to have army uh, you know stepping in and then like making sure that people do not leave their homes so it's that bad right now how are things at your end yeah india is in lockdown for next 21 days so i think today's the third day yeah i heard uh, yeah. so yeah yeah but it's it's better because uh, we have uh, like online uh, services for home delivery they have been initiated from today so we have received home delivery for our essential products so it's looking looking great looking brighter and um, i just looked into the graph of covid cases and there seems to be a downward trend so i, I think this is working fine right good good any any good news is actually welcome at this moment because yeah there is there is very you know uh, most of the news that we hear right now is uh, grim and you know it makes you anxious so any good news that we can hear it's more than welcome right now absolutely absolutely couldn't agree more on that all right so switching our discussion back to manchester united our beloved club right. and i <laughs> we wanted to have uh, your view on this uh, uh, topic that how do you think united has been doing this season so far like we can talk about transfers we can talk about how we started and of course uh, there's no denial to the fact that uh, united has been uh, the the campaign i think has could have been much better because of uh, uh the injuries uh, it 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 actually got hampered to a higher degree but i think we we also did not plan for uh, considering that we might have injuries and i think uh, we spoke that in length before and i think it's time to share our thoughts with our listeners so here you go please go ahead absolutely absolutely uh, first of all i would like to thank you for actually starting something like this up because you know lack of football is actually very hard for football fans like us so it's good that we at least have a platform where we can like at least talk about football and like you know stay connected with the game somehow now that there are no games anywhere uh coming back to your question uh i think uh, you know in my opinion uh, if i look back at at how the season has been it has been you know quite a mixed bag actually uh, there are a lot of positives a lot of uh, you know progress uh, the club has made uh, in the last uh, one year and at the same same time there have been some misses as well which feels like uh, you know uh, we could have 
been much better off if those misses had not happened. Uh, so I think overall, uh, like if we talk about the, the overall performance uh, of uh, our team uh, this season, mm-hmm. I think we definitely could have done much better than what we have done. Uh, of course, we can discuss about the things that did not go our way, uh, things that we, you know, as you said, I had not planned for. Uh, but I think uh, we could have done much better than what we have. Having said that, uh, the, the point where the season ended, things were looking quite good. I mean, we were on an unbeaten run of 10 uh, games, and I think we uh, were on the right track. We had some momentum. Uh, you know, Bruno Fernandes uh, was signed, and then there right. was some positivity in the camp. Uh, we were getting some results. Uh, you know, some of these results were, you know, a bit difficult to get before Bruno was signed, and that was very frustrating. But I think uh, at this moment, uh, it, uh, was a good uh, feeling, uh, you know, watching, uh, going into the games and like watching United play positively and getting results. So uh, we are doing some progress and I'm sure we're going to talk later about, you know, what went wrong. But at the moment, things were looking positive for us. That's great. That's great. So uh, so let's, let's go in phases. So <clears throat> what do you think uh, United did in in, in the uh, summer transfer market like obviously we signed uh, three players and three of them are very promising uh, Daniel James being the potential and the rest to have been phenomenal I think um, especially Aaron Van Bissaka I think uh, Harry Maguire is underrated because the defense took some time to uh, build up that partnership between Lindelof and Harry Maguire and I, I think we we all know that over the last uh, 13 or 15 games, um, they have been colossal. Like there has been hardly any goals conceded, and we are able to see what Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's uh, vision was uh, beginning of the season. But Aaron Wan Bisaka has been phenomenal. I think he is one of the best right back in the world right now. What do you think? I, I mean, completely agree. I mean, it has been such a happy sight. Uh, seeing him play for United, I tell you, like uh, we have we have seen uh, the likes of Ashley Young uh, and uh, Antonio Valencia playing uh, at that position for the last few seasons, and uh, you know we mm-hmm. have never been that strong. Right now, the mm-hmm. way things are, uh, any player, no matter how good that player is, no matter how world class that player is, is effectively negated every time he, they play against uh, Aaron Van Bissaka. Like, that guy is a beast, a, an absolute unit. Uh, the way he, like, tackles, every time he goes into a tackle, you feel very confident that he's going to win the ball. And that that, that right, means a lot. And most of those tackles, I mean, are quite risky. I mean, if you're, you know, uh, I'm sure you may have noticed as well, but most of those those uh, tackles, he's running from, from you know, from... Uh, uh, a little uh, distance. Uh, he is covering a lot of distance, and then he just, uh, you know, lunges into the ball and wins the ball. And and that that is very frustrating for the wingers. And you can actually uh, see that during the game. I mean, they start losing confidence that they're ever gonna get past this man. And like they're effectively negated most of the attacks that 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 gets 
started from the right wing uh, actually you know amounts to nothing so that's that's absolutely really you know good thing to see i mean it's very promising he's only 22 and uh, i am sure he's going to you know improve uh, a lot uh, from where he is right now and that's that's really happy news for united that's true that's true indeed i think uh, as far as tackle is concerned uh, and one bisaka is the best tackler in the world right now and i'm i'm not over exaggerating on this but uh, the percentage of the tackle that he does and he wins uh, is phenomenal and obviously some may uh, disagree with me and say that ricardo pereira from leicester has uh, done more tackle but you have to understand that uh, aaron van bissaka hasn't played all the games and he has missed few games uh due to injury and i think out of the 26 games that he has played uh in this league uh i think he has been phenomenal absolutely fantastic what do you think about dan james he started off well then i think he was the player of the month in august after that he just mellowed down and <clears throat> there has been rumors that he has been um you know struggling with his mental wellness and uh he he's back in goals and uh, unfortunately the season uh has been paused right now due to covid-19 we all know that but i think uh, it was good to see him back in goals isn't it yeah that's true i think uh, one of the things uh, that we need to understand here uh, as far as dan james is concerned is that uh, he's still a kid right and and he he right. was never uh, rated as a world class talent or as a prodigy that mm-hmm. everyone is after i mean he was some someone who uh, united bought uh, looking at the future i mean we just wanted to have a winger or a, you know a, a midfielder in our team uh, who had a lot of pace and you know we can uh, we can fit him in some of our games or some of the game plans against few teams uh, so we so we we bought him as that kind of a player but because of the lack of signings and because of the creativity that we uh, i should say quality uh, that we have in the midfield i mean uh, we started expecting uh, way too much from the kid at the moment and and he he played really right. well in the beginning in the in the first few games he was he was quite well and we started you know expecting uh, way too much from him i'm still not disappointed mm-hmm. uh, with the performances that he has put in i think he is going mm-hmm. to uh, be a very good uh, you know team uh, member or very good uh, squad player uh, for united and if he improves uh, he still has a lot of potential he has not uh, reached his ceiling yet so if he still improves he's going to be a very good player for us but i think it wouldn't be fair uh, to expect uh, you know way too much from him at this time because he's still a kid he still he still needs time to adjust to the premier league and uh, you know sometimes Ole plays him in the right sometimes i mean there have been some games where he has played on the left so i mean he would need a little bit adjusting to that as well uh, but some of the if you look at some of the assists that he has made uh, this season up some for rashford and mm-hmm. and and some for other players i think they have been really good i mean uh, we have utilized him really well uh, in uh, counter attacks his uh, finishing needs a little bit of work and uh, i think uh, you know mm-hmm. with regular game 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 time and once he has settled in a bit i think that is going to improve as well and once uh, that has improved we will see a much better side of Jan- dan james 
That's true. That's true. Have you have you seen any player faster than Dan James? <laughs> well, this uh, season, you know, uh, there have been like multiple. So, uh, if you, uh, I'm sure you have uh, seen notifications from. Uh, uh, you know the official Manchester United app, and they sometimes claim that you know mm-hmm. uh, the fastest player uh, in some of the training sessions has not been Dan James. Uh, some other player uh, actually beat him to it. So uh, I'm not sure if he's the fastest or not. But yeah, I think I think the pace that he has is is really really mind-boggling. I mean, it's it's such an amazing thing to uh, see, uh, you know, players like him leading our counter-attacks. It, it definitely, uh, you know, makes the entire uh, counter-attack of the team look really scary. And we just need, as I said, we just need a little bit, bit of work in the final third. And once we have that sorted, once we know how to, like, play as a team in the final third, I think we will be much more lethal uh, with the players like Dan James and Marcus Rashford in our team. That's right. That's right. I think we have a, a very fast uh, uh, top line. Right. We, no one could disagree on that. Like uh, with the likes of Anthony Martial, who's very good with the ball in his feet, Marcus Rashford and Dan James, of course, who needs a lot of improvement. But still, I think with his pace and with his intent, I, I call it intent because I always see him not frustrated at all with opportunities and he's just waiting to make his run every time someone has the ball but i think this season could have been a very good season for dan james if paul pogba was fit or bruno fernandez was signed in the summer yeah, I, I agree. See, uh, the thing is, uh, you know, creativity in our uh, midfield has been the problem that has, uh, you know, held the team back uh, this season. Uh, last season, I think we were very leaky in midf- in defence uh, and I think we have uh, fixed mm-hmm. that problem to a great extent this season. Uh, the only thing that has held us back is, is the lack of creativity. So people like... Uh, uh, Pogba, who could have, you know, uh, utilized uh, the speed of uh, Rashford or Dan James uh, by, you know, by those passes uh, from, you know, deep in our own half, uh, we were not able to see that. We we did not see that. So, uh, also Bruno Fernandes would have been a very good, uh, you know, uh, provider of such passes. Was signed in right. December as well. So uh, definitely, I think uh, because uh, we were so thin in midfield or thin in creativity, we were not able to see uh, these players uh, with their true potential. Uh, but I think that's not the only thing that was missing. Uh, as I said, uh, you know, our entire game in the final third needs to improve as well because uh, it's 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 one thing that you are you know spearheading. Uh, counter-attacks with pace and, uh, you know, you are uh, making those runs and and the other team is finding it difficult to actually defend against those counter-attacks. But we have to be, like, very clinical with those counter-attacks as well. I mean, most of the counter-attacks should actually uh, result in a very good a goal-scoring opportunity. If that is not happening, then we are not living to a true potential. So, so, uh, you know, that... A final third gameplay also needs to improve, uh, for which 
you know, the presence of Pogba or Bruno is not going to help in that. If if you're talking about counter attacks, if you're talking about counter attacks, it's the player like Rashford and Martial and then James who actually need to take the responsibility of actually making sure that those uh, attempts or those counter attacks actually result in goals more often than not. So, so. Uh, it's been a but you you still need a player yeah, who yeah. will who will pick that, that, those passes that's def- right like that's for definitely the likes of there. Pogba that's definitely and Bruno. there and i said that I, yeah. I i agree with you that we do need providers in our team and since uh, there uh, was no Paul Pogba or no Bruno Fernandes we did not have a lot of providers of those balls from our midfield but i'm talking about uh, the the counter attacks that we did you know, managed to get in those mm-hmm. games. Even in those uh, games, most of those counter-attacks did not actually result in in, in in goals. I mean, in some cases they did, definitely. Of course, uh, if you talk about the games that we played against the big six, the, the traditional big six, mm-hmm. we have like uh, converted those opportunities into goals. Uh, but in a lot of other cases, we didn't. So, uh, I think I think both these things are there. Uh, yes, we need to have providers, and uh, you know the presence of Pogba and uh, Bruno Fernandes would definitely increase the number of such chances. But at the same time, these I mean the front three needs to be clinical enough to uh, finish those ch- chances whenever they get them. I think I I should put my point across on this because. The big six is normally an attacking team, right? So when you have Man United and the big six wants to win, so they would obviously attack and counter-attacking is easier at that point of time. But any uh, team which is out of big six, mostly what we have seen is they're sitting back and they're defending against uh, United. Now, in the summer... Ole had a vision that he would be building this team around Pogba. And unfortunately, Paul Pogba got injured. And throughout that time, from September till end of Chan, because there was a delay to get uh, Bruno Fernandes into the team, United just managed without any creativity. And Ole was just trying to make sure that the team somehow triples on the results. I think in Europe... United had a better, uh, you know, results. But but in league, where every team knows United very well, they know how they play, they know how to uh, how vulnerable they are going forward and creating. That was something that could be addressed. And uh, I think the signing of Bruno Fernandes was a breath of fresh air for United. Yeah, definitely. It? I completely agree with you there. So, uh, you know. Uh, we did have a non-existent midfield uh, for you know uh, the the good half of the season. I mean, we could have actually done really well, uh, making sure that we get three points against the teams uh, that actually sat back and uh, just uh, tried to defend against us. And uh, uh, everyone, I mean, all the teams that we played against, uh, they were very clear that, you know, they do not have creativity, creativity. So you just need to like sit back and make sure that they don't get, that you don't give them chances and they won't be, they won't be able to make any of their own. So, so we will either draw the game or we will be able to counter uh, against them when they're trying to attack and get a goal or two. And, and which is what happened, which is what exactly happened. So I think, uh, you know, uh, 
you you say this that uh, uh, Ole actually had a plan that uh, he wanted to build the team uh, around Pogba, and uh, you know since Pogba uh, got injured. Uh, we did not have any any creativity in the team. I I don't think that's a good plan. I mean, I think I think the intention is 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 good. I think Pogba is one of uh, the world class uh, midfielders uh, that are playing in Premier League right now, and uh, you know playing uh, the team around him uh, with him like spearheading the attacks and and you know uh, uh, creating opportunities uh, is a good plan. But Pogba was the only one who was capable enough of, of doing that in our team uh, when we got into this season uh, last summer. So I think that was not a good plan. Uh, injuries can happen anywhere. I think we should learn from, from the last two seasons that you know you cannot just rely on, right. on, yeah. on a player or two uh, for the entirety of the seasons. I mean, people are going to get injured. Your best player can get injured and and you need to have contingencies if 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 the 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 only other option that you have uh, for pogba is jesse lingard uh, then then you know that your chances are not looking so good so uh, i think one of the oversights uh, that united management made during the summers was that we failed to sign bruno fernandes we actually got around and and you know signed him in the winter season in the winter transfer window uh, but i think uh, i mean we we would have, we would have been much better off if we had done the same thing during the summer so so that's that's one thing that we actually need to learn uh, from from how this season has gone and uh, make sure that we have better contingencies going into the season and then what we did this time but yes um, um, right. um, i mean what bruno or a creative midfielder can do for a team like united is for everyone to see right now like united has not lost a single game uh, ever since uh, bruno fernandes was signed and and that that tells us something i mean everyone knew this but uh, we now have the results to back back that up so uh, i mean it was a mistake and we did uh, like uh, you know pay for it because we are still outside the top four there are very good signs uh, with the with the way we are performing right now but then uh, the league got suspended we do not know when that's going to get over but uh, i mean here is hoping that once uh, the league is resumed uh, we will be able to uh, f- you know continue the momentum that we were in and uh, make sure that we finish in the top four but had bruno been signed like a pogba got injured if pogba was not injured maybe we would have seen a completely different season but he got injured and uh, if bruno right. had been signed in the summers i mean i think it's it's pretty easy for anyone to see that we definitely would have been sitting very comfortably in the top 4 uh, so yeah i mean it's 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 good that it got addressed like uh, there is no point going back uh, to this topic again and again and then ruining uh, the opportunity uh, or or the lack of opportunity no, that's all right we are just yeah. we are talking about it right. so that's all right we, so we i'm just saying back, so i'm 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 just saying right. that, that no uh, as a fan as a fan uh, i'll be very honest with you as a fan i i can't help but keep thinking about how good this season would have been if we had signed bruno in the summer so so i mean it's 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 as simple as that but what i'm saying is um 
if we if we you know forget about what has happened uh, you know during the last summer transfer window and look at what's happening right now things are still looking good i mean it seems like we still have a very good chance right. of making it to the top 4 and if we do at the end of this season it might not really matter that we did not sign bruno uh, in the summer transfer window so so i mean it would be it would be all right, right. Uh, it it i mean we would have like uh, come back from the damage that had that had been done so i think i think that's okay it it looks good right now but i think we should definitely learn our lesson this time and make sure that we don't go with such an unbalanced team into a new tra- into a new season because because that definitely uh, you know hurts the team and uh, the entire season is is jeopardized because of that problem so so we have to make sure as a club we have to make sure that, that we do our business properly we we identify attainable targets away before the transfer window starts and then make sure that we work on it and uh, get those tr- signings done uh, so that we are we are you know fielding a proper team uh, for the entirety of the season but but i i must uh, you know bring in this uh, topic after as you said that we must complete uh, the transfers beforehand and there are rumors about jaden sancho uh, that united is trying to get jaden sancho signed up and it might happen before the transfer window even begins so uh what we heard from fabrizio romano who is one of the most reputed uh, italian journalist when it comes to transfer market and he has been he has a phenomenal record when it comes to guessing and giving out uh, you know transfer news to all over the world for the football fans and according to him united is right now talking to jaden sancho's agent they are in conversation and a fee of 100 or 120 million is what is expected uh to be the ask price from borussia dortmund and of course due to covid united cannot start any kind of conversation with uh, borussia dortmund at this point of time but i think what united is trying to do is reach a player level agreement which which is a good sign isn't it because we were not seeing this happening before but right now the season is not over it's still to finish it's we don't know what's going to happen because the league might resume the league might get cancelled but united is already seeing forward isn't so, it that, uh, that's good, are you suggesting it? that ed woodward has probably uh, learned his lesson and is now like uh, he has changed his ways and is now doing sensible business uh, as far as transfer signings is concerned well i think i think you're right i mean uh, it's it's definitely exciting news uh, you know uh, if if a player uh, like sancho actually comes to united I, our team is going to be a really scary one uh, i mean if you look at the 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 front uh, yeah. four uh, i should say marshall uh, rashford and uh, uh, dan james and uh, J- uh, jaden sancho i think um, not all four of them are going to be playing together uh, but i mean the front four uh, would would look really good and there is uh, i mean there have been rumors uh, of uh, united approaching 
players before as well. I mean, uh, it's not like all of those uh, rumors have always come to fruition. In fact, Ed Woodward said this once that uh, he is happy when United is linked to, you know, uh, a lot of different players. Even if a lot of those rumors are not true, it's good for business. So so he is happy with United being linked to uh, 50, 55, 60 players every summer. Uh, so, uh, I mean, this has happened before as well. But uh, in this time, I think, I do think that most of the things that we have been hearing regarding United pursuing Sancho, uh, they have been positive and uh, they have been coming from credible sources as well. So things are looking good, I agree. Yeah. Uh, and if United is doing, uh, you know, trying to convince the player to come to United, uh, you know, earlier than, than other clubs, if United has, you know, for a change arrived earlier on the table, uh, then that's good news for us. And there is one thing that I would like to point out now that we're talking about Jadon Sancho, is that, uh, you know, he is playing in a position where United badly needs some quality. I mean, I think in, in our team right now, that's the only place that we have exactly. not yet fixed. So I think if it comes to uh, the right. uh, team, uh, it would actually make the team really balanced. And one thing that people might not notice uh, mm-hmm. a lot about this transfer is that it's going to fix two problems, not just one. Uh, one is definitely that we will have a world-class uh, right winger who is going to, uh, you know, f- f- make that position uh, his, and uh, you know, we will not have to like rotate uh, multiple players for that different position and and try different things out. It won't be like that. We will have a regular starter for that posi- position for that position who we can like actually use in in our uh, game plan. The other thing. Uh, that that is also a benefit is that he is the kind of winger who actually stays at the uh, right wing as opposed to other uh, right wingers who actually right. cut back and then try to come towards the center so we have been we have been uh, right. you know talking about this a lot and uh, we know that there is one shortcoming of uh, Aaron Van Bissaka's game and that is that he is not really good uh, in attacking like he he tried he is. He definitely is doing a lot of work. It is. It is for everyone to see. He definitely is trying to like move forward and things like that. But the thing is, his his natural game mm-hmm. is to stay back and make sure that no attacks are, are or no counter attacks are actually coming from that side, which is good. Which is good because because that makes uh, our defense from the right wing more stronger. But the other thing is, since he's not able to contribute that much. We sometimes feel that he should put in some mm-hmm. work and then try to like move uh, a bit more forward and then try to uh, whip in a couple of crosses. And uh, but I think uh, with Jaden Sancho, he is the kind of player who actually stays, uh, you know, in the right wing as opposed to cutting and coming towards the center. So. Uh, if 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 Sancho is playing in right. front of uh, Aaron Van Bissaka, uh, Aaron Van Bissaka does not have to actually make those forward, uh, you know, sprints. He can actually step back 
and make sure that no attacks right. are coming uh, from that side, uh, uh, which he is very good at. And all the creativity that we need right. can can come from Sancho. He he is very good with picking out passes from that uh, right wing and corner of uh, from that corner of the box, and uh, he is very good with crosses as well. If you look at the stats of the assists that he has made from uh, for Borussia Dortmund this season, uh, most of those assists has uh, have come mm-hmm. from uh, him standing at the edge of the opposition uh, penalty box. And then putting passes in, not crosses, mm-hmm. passes in uh, to the players, to the strikers who are right. standing inside the area and waiting for those passes, uh, which is something that United uh, has right. not been doing for quite some time. Uh, and and you know his his mm-hmm. success with such assists is for everyone to see. I mean, uh, goals plus assists, he's, I think, second or third in the in the Bundesliga this year. So he is very effective uh, from that kind of, of play as well. And he also contributes from, you know, from that area with goals as well. So I think I think if we put uh, Jadon Sancho right. in that position, if he, if he plays in the right wing for us, he would definitely improve our attack from that side of the, of the pitch. And he would also give some, uh, you know, uh, uh, space uh, to Aaron Van Bissaka, where Aaron Van Bissaka can focus completely on the defensive side of that attack and make sure that our attack does not result in any counterattacks from that area. So I think I think that would make the right wing more stronger for us. The combination of Chetan Sancho and uh, Aaron Van Bissaka would complement each other's game and and we would have a much stronger uh, right side uh, from our team. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I could not agree more on that. But I still think Van Bissaka needs to learn how to do those overlaps. I think he's still doing them, but uh, I think uh, he's learning. And a uh, couple of seasons forward, I think uh, he would be fantastic. And as a matter of fact, Rio Ferdinand... Uh, few days back tweeted that you make a mix of Aaron Van Bissaka and Trent Alexander-Arnold and you get the best right yeah, back right. of the world. So so, so rightfully said that because Trent Alexander-Arnold is one of the best whippers or cross uh, assist makers. I, I would not just say cross, it could be cross or pass, but uh, you know, he's fantastic and Aaron Van Bissaka Bisaka is on the defensive side. Nothing goes past him at all. Right. So we are going to coming to the last topic of this podcast. And that is if the season resumes, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, we are already edging uh, towards uh, like towards a time where Pogba I don't think Rashford would be hurried back in, so we still won't have Rashford available. But I think Pogba is is edging towards, you know, coming back. And are you excited and to see Pogba and Bruno Fernandes together? And do you think this COVID situation will be working towards our favor because we have been plagued by injuries, and now that these players will come back? We will be stronger than ever we were this season. Uh, well, well, definitely, I am excited to see Pogba and Bruno Fernandes playing together because uh, uh, we have discussed this at great lengths. Uh, 
creativity is something that we have lacked uh, in our team and we have been very good in other uh, you know departments uh, but uh, creativity is something that we have lacked so i'm really looking forward to seeing both of uh, them playing together and see how how they actually uh, complement each other's game and uh, you know how how deadly they are playing together i'm i'm really looking forward to it because uh, in my opinion it sounds like a very very good team if we have if we have both uh, paul pogba and bruno fernandes are playing together i mean it's uh, similar to having uh, Kevin De Bruyne and David Silva playing together in in, in Manchester City. So uh, I, I think creativity wise, it would be very difficult to put both of them out of the game by any team, and that's a very good uh, advantage for us. Uh, of course, there are questions about how uh, you know we can have both of them play together. I mean, what formations we will be playing in. Uh, I mean, we can definitely discuss this sometime, but. Uh, but it is it is for uh, you know it it is worth looking forward to definitely uh, to see how exactly things are gonna pan right. out when both of them are playing together. Uh, as far as how mm-hmm. the results are gonna be once the season starts is concerned, I think uh, uh, for some reason uh, I'm not sure if it really has been a good thing that the season got suspended because we lost on the momentum that we had built. And Pogba was 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 around the corner anyway. Like he right. was he was just one or two games away from joining back in. So I think I think mm-hmm. we will no longer benefit from the momentum that we were in, uh, which may or may not work in our favor. Uh, but yeah, the the arrival of Pogba in the team would definitely help uh, with us uh, winning uh, the games more often than not. And uh, I'm really forward to. I'm really looking forward to uh, you know uh, seeing both of them play together. That's that's great. That's great. Thank, Thank you, you so much. I mean, so uh, listen, <laughs> listeners. Uh, I think uh, we had a very long conversation on United season so far, and we tried to stick to the part where uh, we wanted to discuss about how the transfer market. And the transfer, you know, players who have been brought in have affected our season. We will come back with more podcast about Ole's uh, man management, in-game analysis management, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But for now, I think we would bid you goodbye. Thank you so much if you're listening to us. Uh, this is Tanmay from this India. This is Adil from Melbourne. And I think. Yeah. Uh, take care. Have fun. Yep. And be, be safe. safe. That's really important. Stay indoors. <laughs>